Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the NS9 post game show. I'm Jim. With me today is Doug. Doug, Pirates lose 10 to 1. How's it going? You know, it's going just swell. <laughs> it's just it's, uh, swell. The same Pirates issue that it's been since May 1st. Team can't hit. And sure, the pitching was bad, but it doesn't matter because the team can't hit. Today was one of the worst games I think we this team has played. Um, all season long, yeah, uh, just in, in every facet, yeah, every facet of the game was terrible. Um, you mentioned the hitting; they mustered up only four hits today, only one extra base hit, and that extra base hit was the first at bat of the game. Um, and, and that was that was it. They they scored a run in the first inning, and then they went zeros the rest of the way. Uh, four hits, they got two walks they struck out 12 times pitching again you you almost started feeling good about bailey falter you know he he put up a couple decent outings in a row uh and then today kind of looked like he was starting to settle in um but then unravels in the fourth unravels again in the fifth he gives up six runs in four and two thirds jose hernandez gives up four runs in relief just a pretty terrible ball game all around. Right. And it's the kind of game that does not give, you know, we, we have some bad games, but you're like, well, some of the young guys did something. And I mean, th this game gave you no cute, no hope for a future. It's like, well, Bailey Falter is going to be in the rotation next year. I don't know how encouraged I am by that. <laughs> you know, And uh, right. Is, I mean, it, it's just a blah team right now. They're playing boring baseball. They're doing nothing to keep us engaged. At this time of year, you want to see progression from some of the young guys, you know, continued progression from Hayes, that sort of thing. And in and, and this game in particular, you just didn't get any of that. Nobody looked good. Uh, nothing, there was no signs of encouragement. Uh, Coley Bolton, I suppose, <laughs> you know, pitched fine. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, there wasn't anything to, to say, well, no, I mean uh, – no, just everybody looked bad. The decision making looked bad. <laughs> you know, I want to hit on, like you mentioned, you mentioned the frustration, right? And uh, that frustration is a word that we use a lot when, uh, when doing Pirates post game shows. But this game in particular, and this whole series, and really the, the, the season series against the Cubs in general, um, you, you look at it and you think to yourself, okay. Here's a team that, you know, has more resources than the Pirates for sure. Uh, you know, kind of tore everything down from that that team that they they, they built and and competed and won a World Series. And you know, they that that whole team is gone, right? And they they started tearing that team down in 2021. And then you saw the Cubs kind of going through this rebuild process where last year, you know, it was rough for them. 
this year they go out there and they they spend they spend some money to bring in some guys and I think just what's frustrating is as Pirates fans, we're, we're, we're going through this rebuild. We're in year four of this rebuild. And when you just stack yourself up against the Chicago Cubs, who the Pirates are now one and nine on the season against, but like you stack these two organizations up against each other. And, you know, you see the Cubs pitching today, Javier Assad, a, you know, 26 year old rookie just turned 26. He goes out and he just dominates the pirates. Uh, Nico Horner, young guy having a great season, three hits today. Uh, you see someone in Dansby Swanson who the Cubs spent some money on and he's, you know, he's, he's going to be their shortstop for the, the, the next five years. Right. Uh, Ian Happ, who really isn't all that great of a baseball player, but just crushes this team. They go out and they get Cody Bellinger and he's back to MVP form. Suzuki like this whole lineup up and down the young guys for the Cubs are performing they've got guys knocking on the door they supplement those guys with with major league talent who who perform and do well and it's just it it almost just seems hopeless Doug you look at the Pirates and you're like all of this that we're going through can we ever be as good as the Cubs? Because at the end of the day, and they can't they're beat the third. Cubs. They're yeah. third in the wild card. It's not like they're dominating the National League. You know, it's not like our aspirations are to be the Braves. Can we just be the Cubs who don't even seem like they're all in yet? Right? They're, they seem like they were kind of patching holes. Uh, I mean, Ian Happ is probably the most disappointed that there's less division games this year because he wants more games against the pirates because when he plays the pirates, he's, you know, in his prime Juan Soto, not Jack Sawinski, <laughs> as may have been said on this podcast at one point or another. Um, no, it's, I mean, and, right. The problem is, do we think we'll go sign a first baseman like Cody Bellinger next year? No, we will not. Will we sign a pitcher as good as Jamison Tyon, who has not been, Great from no, we will not. We, you know, we're use Marcus Stroman, right? Right, right. As an example. We're, we're yeah. you know, what would be a simple solution next year would be sign Bellinger and sign, you know, Julio Urias, and suddenly we could contend in this division. But what we're going to do is we're going to put Bailey Falter out there. We're going to hope Rowanzi and, and Ortiz work it out. We're going to hope that Pierre uh, Piguero or Gonzalez figure it out at second base. We're going to hope that Bay or Swinsky figures it out in center field. We're going to hope that Henry Davis can figure it out in right field. And we're going to be again in year five of a rebuild. We're going to aspire to 78 victories, you know, <laughs> and maybe not be in fifth place. We'll be predicted and we'll be expected to be in, in last in the division next year because the Cardinals will go out and, you know, they'll go out and sign two or three starting pitchers. They, they'll make a move. They'll make a trade. They'll do whatever. We are going to just uh, still establish that it's not quite the time to spend yet. We're not going to go over to that other aisle. We're not going to shop in a different aisle in free agency next year. Um, you know, it, it's going to be Alfonso Rivas at first base. And, and you know, maybe, you know, we'll mix in one of the second basemen. Who knows? <laughs> you know, but. Right, right. When the, the simple solution, you can improve this team dramatically without breaking the bank, um, but we won't do it. And, and so, yeah, it does. It does feel hopeless. We watch what the Reds are doing. We watch what Milwaukee's doing. We, you know, we we're going to watch what the Cardinals do in this offseason, and we'll make some signings in January. 
And there'll be some head scratchers like, why did we sign another middle infielder that can't play shortstop, that can't hit, right? I mean, that's those are going to be the offseason discussions that you guys have, you know, on your North Shore Nine lines. So, yeah, um, yeah I, it's discouraging. It's it is discouraging. You know what I did today during the game? I, I read about the 1979 World Series. <laughs> I mean, I needed to, I needed to have some warm fuzzy feelings about the pirates. So. Yeah, no, it's it again. It's it's not that there's like, man, Michael might even hit 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 the nail on the head here. Like, it's almost getting to the point where you start feeling hopeless because every single top prospect, and we talked about this a little bit last night, but every single top prospect the pirates have called up this year. Uh, especially on the pitching side of things right. has failed. They've been an yeah. epic failure. Uh, and, and without some of those guys turning into major league quality rotation pieces, this rebuild is it's done. It's dead. Like there's, it's not going to happen unless they can fill up three fifths of their rotation with homegrown talent, at least. Right. At and, least. And, right. and we haven't seen any signs of that being able to happen and, and I think that's just the frustrating part. You know, Bailey Falter is a guy that, you know, he, he's not really high, highly heralded, but, you know, he's probably someone who, you know, he's fringe major league starting pitcher um, and, and today just absolutely can't get it done against this Cubs team. And then you look across the aisle and you see Javier Assad. Um, you know, just some guy, Cubs number four. Right, another prospect. some guy. Right, similar yeah, to what Bailey right. Balter is. Just some guy that you're mm -hmm. hoping can be your fifth starter. But yeah, he's a fifth starter. It only gives up three hits. And, you know, yeah. ours can't get out of the fifth inning. It's tough. It's tough. Um, Jose Hernandez, rough rough outing today. I think, um, you know, the, the Pirates at that point, the game was over. And I think Shelton just was like, hey, just you, you it, this right. this ninth inning is yours. Um, and, and he gave up three runs in that ninth inning. I do want to touch on Cody Bolton. He was probably the only bright spot today. I'll give Cody Bolton some credit because on May 29th, Doug, I don't know if you remember, but May 29th, uh, the Pirates faced the San Francisco Giants. And Cody Bolton put together what I thought was potentially – like a career ruining outing where you recall you saying that. Yeah. yeah. He gave up. He, he got the last one. time we saw him. Right. Yeah. He, he, he recorded one out. He gave up six hits, two walks allowed eight runs. He was immediately sent down after that outing, but to give Cody Bolton some credit. Um, first off today, he, he goes to scoreless, um, but to give Cody Bolton some credit here, um, let me go back here just so I can see uh, Cody Bolton to scoreless. He went two scoreless today, right? Yeah, two and a third scoreless. Two and today. a third, I think. I think um, but yeah, to give him some some credit there, he's been up and down kind of since then. June second, he gets another opportunity, inning and two thirds scoreless. June twenty eighth, he gets one inning scoreless. July sixteenth, scoreless inning. August 13th scoreless inning and then today two and a third scoreless. So there's now five straight outings since that just absolute disaster that we saw from him uh, where he at least hasn't allowed any runs. Uh, has he looked, you know, 
pretty during all of those outings, not necessarily, but you know what? Shout out to him. Cause like that, that game, eight runs in a third of an inning, like it's tough to come back from something like that. And he's put together five outings now spread out over the, over, you know, three months, um, just kind of up and down, up and down, up and down where he hasn't given up a run. Right. And he's sort of doing it with the pressure with each game. Like he's mm-hmm. pitching for his career, right? Like there, it's, it's, mm-hmm. if he, if he came up in that, that next game and had another bad, bad outing, he could have easily been a DFA candidate. So, yeah. So hats off. I cheer for guys like him because, you know, we sort of liked him and then he got hurt. He hurt his knee and then we forget about him. And we sort of write him off and uh, you know, he's battled back. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to expect from him. Um, but you know, he, he, he certainly has the talent uh, probably to be able to, you know, be in a bullpen and, uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't expect to bring him in in the ninth with two guys on anything like that, but you know, and we say this a lot, you know, it seems like we have 27 guys that can pitch the fifth and sixth inning, right? Much like we have a lot of fifth outfielders and a lot of, a lot of guys that can be the 26th man on the roster. And it'll be nice when we start, if we ever start talking about, Hey, this guy could be a two or a three in the rotation, or he could pitch in the eighth or ninth, but it's, it's, it's our lot in life right now. Yep. And, and, and you mean, you bring up a good point. Cody Bolton was, um, you know, pretty, pretty highly regarded prospect at one point in time, uh, you know, after 2019, he, he put together, he put together some pretty good seasons in 2017, 18 and 19 before, you know, COVID and then, and then getting injured. Uh, and so, yeah, you kind of forgot about him, but I, I don't know what is there. I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. He's probably like a best case scenario. He's probably just like a, a sixth inning middle reliever type of guy right now. Um, and you, and you hope that he can become that. And you've seen some, some positive signs from him over the last few times out. So just wanted to, to mention that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, right now he can fit in with our, one of our three bullpen games, you know, each time through the rotation. So, I mean, he'll yeah. get, I mean, he should get some opportunity. Um, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know it, it, if we're having to have too many discussions about Coley Bolton, you know, the season has gone off the rails. The rebuild has gone off the rails. And, uh, you know, I mean, good luck to him. I, I, I hope he does well. It'd be great yep. if he could sort of break through somehow. But, right. Yeah. It, it is. Rest of the lineup, though, rest of the, the team, just bad, bad, just a bad day all around. Yeah. Leo Pagero over three, three strikeouts. G1 Bay, three strikeouts. Swinsky, two more strikeouts. Swinsky did at least get one hit today. Got an infield in, single. Infield single. So I think that was his sixth hit of the month. Um, yeah. <laughs> just no one got on base, and and when they did get on base, like they, you know, nothing, nothing happened. Uh, and honestly, Palacios I mean, had two hits. That was, right, right. The people that got Palacios two hits, he's terrible. Bay got a hit, uh, and Swinsky got an infield single. I mean, it. You know, the, these aren't any people I'm counting on in the future. Um, I mean, they, they may be contributors in some small way, but this is not who I'm expecting. I mean, you know, Andy wasn't playing. Um, but, you know, again, it'd be nice if Pagaro could, could gain some form of consistency, but I don't have much expectation for that. Um, I can't expect Brian Reynolds and Kebron Hayes to get hits in every game. So, I mean, again, we're, we're putting out, uh, you know, lineups that are comparable to the past couple years where, 
you don't expect anyone after the third or fourth batter to be able to get a hit, you know? Um, it's really that if they do, it's like, Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, yeah. Alika Williams got a hit. Wow. You know, but there's nothing, you know, I mean, and I, I understand that Henry's, you know, injured right now, but the people I want to see hitting right now are Kutch, Hayes, Reynolds, uh, you know, I mean, Baguero would be nice. Andy and Henry, right. The, the guys that you really expect to be part of the, the core, the, you know, the, the foundation of, of what we're doing. Cause if it's, it's similar to what you said about the pitching, if we don't have our internal options produce and become very good players, we're certainly not getting them from the outside. Um, that that's, again, that's not the aisle we shop in. So, uh, and, and the, the values that, that are, you know, again, last year, like, you know, we had high hopes that Charrington may go out and get a starting pitcher that, and, you know, everybody we were attached to in those first couple of weeks all went and signed for, you know, 12 and $15 million deals where, where I thought Charrington thought he could get them for seven and eight. Right. Yep. So we got Velasquez and Hill. Um, and I think we got more from them than we expected actually. So yeah. Uh, um, it, it's not that those were terrible signings, but those aren't the guy. Those are the guys that, can keep you on track they're not getting you over the hump and and uh you know the guys that are going to get this team over on the uh, over the hump are pretty much in the organization so if they're not able to do it if this pitching staff if this coaching staff can't get it out of them we're in trouble again <laughs> or perpetually yeah. no it's a good point um you have anything else to say about this game or this series no i i mean i checked out in this game somewhere in the fourth inning <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, this series, I mean, it's, it's awful. Uh, the Cubs are my most hated team. I know a lot of, for a lot of people, it's Cincinnati and St. Louis. For me, it's the Cubs. Um, to me, the Cubs represented sort of a, you know, the whole time that the Cubs were owned by the, you know, WGN and the newspaper and all that sort of stuff. And they made Yankee money, but we're in last place all the time. It drove me crazy because the pirates, I'm like, Oh, if the pirates had that kind of money. We'd be so clearly we probably wouldn't either, <laughs> but I just thought that, you know, the Cubs just took advantage of their fans who sold out regularly every day, regardless or good or bad. And I just thought, you know, they deserved, <laughs> they deserved to yeah. lose, but they've turned it around and now we're getting, I mean, God, we can't even compete with the, the Cubs. They're, they're not that good. They look that good against us. They're not that good. And uh, so it's a little, you know, you know, and they'll go out and prove their team. They'll mm-hmm. they'll make some sort of move next year to be better. Um, I don't know that the Pirates will do that. Yep. Yep. Happy note. Well, <laughs> um, Pirates uh, lose three out of four to the Cubs. They are one and nine against them on the season. I think that's that's it. Uh, they, they actually, I think they've got one more series against the Cubs. Yeah, they, they play um, at Wrigley, I think, in September. Yeah, so one more series against the Cubs to try to make it a somewhat respectable season against them. But yeah, a rough series. It was one of those things where, like, you look at it and you're just like, man, these these guys started rebuilding after us, and right. they seem to be miles ahead. Uh, right. and it's and, just, and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and like I said, they they didn't do it by signing Scherzer and Verlander, right? They, I mean, they they got Stroman, they got time. I mean, they didn't, you know, they yep. didn't go crazy. Um, they just they just made a couple savvy moves, and then they developed their own players. Um, yep, you know. It'd be nice if we could do something like that. Uh, Pirates have we, some. 
Yeah, Pirates have some chance for some wins this week. They play oh, two. They play two pretty bad teams. Tomorrow's another national TV game on FS1 against the Royals. Zach Greinke on the mound um, against the Pirates. So uh, get mm-hmm. to get to see a little bit of Greinke. Uh, Oviedo starts for the for the Pirates. Um, and news today is Luis Ortiz will at least make one more start. Um, no, there's, yeah, there's yeah, he, I mean, he definitely chance. Definitely yeah. earned it after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But no, thanks for uh thanks for watching, guys. Wish we had a little bit better of a game to talk about. But yeah, 10-1 final score. Pirates are now um 50 53, 58 and 73 on the season. Um, 500 so still possible. <laughs> 500 so, still possible. Mathematically, um, it's still hey, possible. Play, playoffs are still possible, technically. I don't know if you heard Ben <laughs> Sherrington today. He mentioned uh, he doesn't expect I, Cruz back for any regular season games. But Oh, okay. But no, there's, there's, he may make it back for that wild card series that yeah. you're on the doorstep. So, right. Yep. But, uh, yeah, hopefully a, better, uh, hopefully a better week ahead for the Pirates. Uh, we will be here tomorrow with uh, Starbucks. Starbucks in the morning, and then we've got a post game show in the evening. I'm feeling pretty so, sexy today with my North Shore Nine. Love it. You know, available, you know, yes. I would say at a store near you, but I'm sure there's a link somewhere. Yeah, link in the comments. So if you want to want to get some North Shore Nine gear, it's uh, it's there's some good stuff there. But yeah, thanks a lot for that's for the watching. best thing that we've talked about the whole show. So there. <laughs> thanks a lot for watching along, guys. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, we appreciate you guys. I know it's tough, uh, tough watching the Pirates this late in the year when things seem so doom and gloom. But right. um, we're we're a group therapy session for we're, for we're, all. We're, of, we're for, two for, weeks away from the Steelers us. opener, where I mean, there will be no reason yep. to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the uh, September 10th Atlanta Braves game. Steelers opener. Do you think, I think I might be the only pirate fan watching the pirates. You, you so. might be, you might be. So. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll have a good one. Have a good rest of your Sunday. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thanks guys. See you tomorrow. Hey, you all, thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So, uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video, and subscribe to the page. It helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.